friends, welcome to Life is Hard, God is Good podcast. In this podcast, we are real about the hardships that we face in this life, and we find hope in God's goodness because He is with us at all times. We have no need to fear, we have no need to worry because He has got us in the palm of His hands, even in the hardest times, even on our worst days. He loves us and He is good. It has been a minute because I took a break over Christmas and New Year to focus on spending time with my family, and it was so good. I'm actually going to share a story of (laughs) Christmas because Christmas was crazy, but I just wanted to share a little passage of scripture um, from James 1. Um, talking about trials and temptations. When hard things come, we want to pray those things away, but we don't need to do that. Let's just look at this. In James 1, verse 2, it says, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds. So we're supposed to consider it joy when those trials and hardships come. Because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. So those hardships help us to grow and become more like who he wants us to be. If any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God who gives generously to all without finding fault and it will be given to you. But when you ask, you must believe and not doubt because the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea blown and tossed by the wind. That person should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. So we can ask God for wisdom, but we don't want to doubt him and his ability to give us wisdom. Uh, And continuing in verse 7, that person should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Such a person is double-minded and unstable in all they do. Believers in humble circumstances ought to take pride in their high position, but the rich should take pride in their humiliation, since they will pass away like a wildflower. For the sun rises with a scorching heat and withers the plant. Its blossom falls and its beauty is destroyed. In the same way, the rich will fade away even while they go about their business. Blessed is the one who perseveres under trial, because having stood the test, that person will receive the crown of life that the Lord has promised to those who love him. So those trials help us to receive a crown of life that God has promised to those who love him. Then verse 13, when tempted, no one should say, God is tempting me. For God cannot be tempted by evil, nor does he tempt anyone. God does not tempt us. But each person is tempted when they are dragged away by their own evil desire and enticed. It is our own evil desires, not it does not come from God. Then after desire is conceived, it gives birth to sin, and sin, when it is full grown, gives birth to death. Do not be deceived, my dear brothers and sisters. Every good and perfect gift is from above. Coming down from the Father of heavenly lights, who does not change like shifting shadows. He chose to give us birth through the word of truth that we might be a kind of first fruits of all he created. So temptation is not from the Lord. The tests and trials that come in our lives, they help develop perseverance and build maturity and grow us more to be like Jesus. But temptation is not from God. Instead, every good and perfect gift is from above. And I think that comes in our trials. The trials are gifts because they help us to grow. They are good things. They are not easy in the moment, but they develop perseverance and they develop a harvest. In Hebrews 12, it says that no discipline seems pleasant at the time, but painful. Later on, however, it produces a harvest of righteousness and truth through those who have been trained by it. So 
I'm going to hop into this story from Christmas, which honestly, it was a crazy story and I wouldn't even consider it a trial. It was just like a, a crazy story, but I was able to see so much of God's love and goodness and graciousness in the story. This isn't like a Bible story by any means. And it honestly just highlights how terrible of a person I am, but I think it just shows again, how good God is, how gracious he is, even when we mess up. So to give you a little background uh, for Christmas and New Year, my grandparents planned a family vacation for the 10 of us, you know, extended family, aunts, uncles, cousins. And we've traveled a lot together, but this is like our last probably family vacation before my cousin gets married, before uh, my sister gets married. And it's kind of completing their mission of taking their kids, so my dad and my aunt, to all 50 states. So we're going to go to Hawaii and we've been talking about this for a long time. We made preparations. Really, my grandma made tons of preparations for this. They were taking care of the whole trip. It was like our Christmas gift. We set aside dates to make sure that we could all be there. And, you know, we were leaving on Christmas Day and coming back on New Year's. Uh, so Hawaii is really strict about COVID, which makes sense because it's an island and a lot of tourists come. So it would make sense for them to be strict. And there's been a big surge of COVID in this um, December, January time. So we talked about the risks involved and the things that we'd need to make sure that we have to get there, some documentation and things. So I was I was really nervous, especially leading up to this trip, because I was exposed so many times through students and people I'm really close to. So in the weeks leading up to it, I was tested 10 different times for COVID in that uh, like 14 day period before the trip. And miraculously, somehow they were all negative. So Christmas Day, we left Indianapolis, uh, where my, my family lives in Indianapolis, and we flew to Houston for a layover. It was a short layover, and it was shortened because we needed to scan our COVID QR code with the documentation that we had, and that's how we could receive this wristband, which gives you access to the state of Hawaii. Failure to have a wristband when you arrive could mean that when you get on the island, you would have to quarantine which at first I was like, oh, quarantine on the island, you know, I'll just hang out on the beach. But no, it's not a fun quarantine on the beach. It's in a hotel room by yourself. My heart was beating so fast as we were scanning our QR codes. Mine failed. My QR code failed. The lady who was checking, um, she checked her binder of trusted providers and none of my neither of my two most recent COVID tests were approved by the state of Hawaii um, for travel. And honestly, not only did I, not only did my QR code failed, but I failed. She was asking questions and, um, uh, CVS and Walgreens were on their trusted list of providers. And the ones I had were not from there, even though I actually had a test scheduled for CVS, but because I had so many tests, I canceled that one because it was further away. And she had asked cause she couldn't see the, the name on it. She asked if it was from CVS and I was like, uh, I think so, because I was just hoping that she would let me through, which is bad. Like, I should not have lied. So I lied anyway, but it still failed. And I quickly ran to the COVID test center that we passed by to reach our gate um, that was in the airport in Houston. And seriously, I messed up so bad. I like muttered a curse under my breath as my dad ran beside me to go get the COVID test. Um, but I stood in line and heard the bad news that you would need an appointment. And the results come in an hour and a half, and it was paper results only. So I'd have to wait 
for an hour and a half and get a paper result, but we didn't have time. We were short on time as it was. So I just boarded the plane, hiding my wrist with my cardigan, uh, risking quarantine upon arrival on this eight hour flight, not knowing what would happen when I would land on the other side. My nerves calmed with prayer, worship, reading and studying. I gazed out the window at the majesty of our God. The plane landed and I anxiously tried to sneak between my approved family members. They were all approved who had wristbands. Um, I passed by an airport official who saw my QR code on my phone. He didn't know that it had been denied and you know, I just kept my wrist covered. Then came the sorting. If you had a wristband, you could bypass the line and go free beyond the boundary of the Honolulu airport. The other nine in my family had the wristbands, but I had to go through the screening. My dad went with me. All I needed was a negative test and I was free to go. I was good to go. They scanned my QR code. I explained that I had a couple of different tests and I showed them my test results. The other lady searched her list to see if mine matched up with their providers. It wasn't an issue of if I was negative, but if they came from the right place. So, you know, it was negative, but was it approved? And it, it wasn't. Neither was the one before it, nor the one before that. I showed them my last 10 most recent test results to show them that I was indeed negative, but it was not approved. Another lady tried to help us. Maybe it was close enough to the name of another provider. She knew I was negative and I had gone through links to show the proof. Um, both of the ladies were very kind and helpful. Uh, even when a protesting man demanded that he go free, he came in, he didn't have any documentation, uh, which was clearly not to standards or regulations. And after two hours in the screening process, the conclusion was clear. I may have had negative test results 10 times in the past two weeks, but I did not get tested by one of their approved providers and there was no going free. My options were to either quarantine in the hotel for the duration of my family's trip or fly to the nearest testing site in Los Angeles. Neither of the options were golden. I cried. I messed up. I knew I needed a COVID test and I was given the list. And originally I even had a COVID test scheduled at you know CVS, which would have been approved. But with having all those tests, I canceled that one that was further away. I tried to convince my parents that I should fly back to Indy because that would be cheapest and it would affect my family the least. I didn't want to cost uh, days in an expensive Hawaii hotel or expensive flights to and from Los Angeles. No way. I asked about taking a test on the island because I knew I was negative, but there were no tests allowed to non-Hawaiian residents on the island. Before I knew it, my parents had booked flights for Los Angeles and back, so I would only miss one day in Hawaii. And it, the plane tickets weren't just for me, they got them for my dad too, so I wouldn't have to be alone on the journey on Christmas. I saw my dad paying the expensive bill on his phone, and I quickly tried to reach in my bank savings and Venmo my mom, uh, and she Venmoed me back. She said no. <laughs> they were paying, and he was coming with me. I felt awful for ruining Christmas and ruining my family vacation that my grandparents had paid for and planned so well. I felt awful that my parents were paying for my mistake and my dad, who was already approved, he was spending his hard-earned Hawaii vacation time to come with me when I was, I mean, I was capable of going on my own. I was technically quarantined to the Honolulu airport as we awaited our flight to Los Angeles and the rest of our family went free to enjoy Hawaii and time together.
instead of shaming me for messing up and taking his vacation time. My dad bought us dinner and we sat in this lovely cultural garden. He lightened the mood with jokes and focusing on the sunshine. We walked around the garden and my anxiety stilled. We had hours to kill in the airport, so we explored the airport together and even found a a Christmas miracle of an open Starbucks at 7.57 p.m. on Christmas Day. We boarded our flight to Los Angeles. We got less than four hours of sleep on the flight. Then when we landed in LAX, we made sure we had everything, the test reservation, the test location, the gate number, documentation, tickets, and honestly, I was glad he came too. Again, we had hours at this airport, so we explored the terminals and found more coffee. I had taken my test again. We were checked into our flight. We were just waiting my test results again. And after hours of pacing nearly five miles in the LA airport, my test results arrived. Negative. From an approved provider. I was quickly and easily able to download a new QR code that I had confidence in. We approached the line with my code and my ID in hand, knowing. I scanned my QR code and it was approved. I didn't need to show my test or try to explain myself this time. She draped my wristband, which was just like this paper and sticky flimsy wristband, but she may as well have been lacing my wrist with the finest royal jewels. I tried to express my joy and gratitude to this official who was in a hurry to keep the line moving. My eyes were welling up with tears. I was approved, I have access. And I bought, I bought coffee for my dad and me, nothing in comparison to the gift of being able to join the trip that I almost lost, but it was a small token of my immense gratitude. And we were able to board the flight to Honolulu. We flew back because I had the wristband. I didn't have to go through the sorting again. I just got to leave the airport free in this beautiful, beautiful place where I could just spend time with family and enjoy them and what a crazy time it was, but it was worth it to get there. And again, this is not a Bible story or anything like that. And obviously it shows how terrible of a human I am. Just I did not handle it well. I really did not. Um, but I was able to see God's goodness in this crazy story. Just the fact that, you know, this trip, this is nothing that I could have done. It was super expensive. I could never have paid for it. But my grandparents graciously gave us this so that we could have time together, which is God does that a lot for us, that he pays the price just to spend time with us, just for closeness with us. And the generosity of my dad, and he was already approved. He could have spent that time in Hawaii. He didn't have to come with me, but he did. He came with me even though I was the one who messed up and uh, I was the one who needed to get another test. And the generosity of my parents who you know, I tried to send them money from my savings or just go back to Indianapolis so I wouldn't mess up or cost a lot of money, but they were so generous in allowing me to go get a test so I could still join them on the trip because, again, just wanting that um, relationship-building time. And that's really God's heart for us is that, you know, even though we mess up and we're not perfect humans, He will pay the cost. He will do whatever it takes to draw near to us and spend time with us. So I hope you're encouraged by this crazy, odd story. And maybe it encourages you too to look at different situations in your life because I think God does that in our lives. You know, the de- He's in our details in our day-to-day, whether it's a story from work or with friends. He's in those relationships, in those situations, and He shows up. 
And I was just very overwhelmed with love and knowing how good he is. Um, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't consider this a trial, but just in our weird, crazy stories, he shows up and he is there and he is present. So thanks for listening to this crazy story. And I also just wanted to announce the next series that we're going to do on the podcast called Nature Sessions. So for me, and I know a lot of people, I see God a lot in nature. And there's actually a passage in Romans 1 that talks about how we are without excuse because God reveals himself in nature, in the world that he made. So Romans 1, starting in verse 18, says, The wrath of God is being revealed from heaven against all the godlessness and wickedness of people who surpass the truth by their wickedness. Since what may be known about God is plain to them, because God has made it plain to them. For since the creation of the world, God's invisible qualities, his eternal power and divine nature have been clearly seen, being understood from what has been made, so that people are without excuse. So we're going to dive into different things in nature, whether that be clouds, snow, the different seasons like spring and summer, flowers. There are so many things in nature that God reveals himself in. And there's so much scripture that has to do with the things that he has created in this world that are so beautiful. So we'll be diving into that together. Thanks for listening. It's good to be back. And I hope this has encouraged you in your walk this week. You can find us on Instagram at Life is Hard, God is Good Podcast. Join our Facebook group. Like, share, rate, write reviews. We love being able to share God's truth with those around us. Much love. May the Lord bless you and keep you. 